Welcome to Industry Focus, the podcast that dives into a different sector of the stock market every day. Today is Thursday, July 21st, 2016, so we're talking about energy, materials, and industrials. I'm joined in studio today by Motley Fool investing intern and relentlessly hard worker, Mr. Ben Estep. Morning, Ben. Morning. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. Um, so, before we dive into the big industrial news of the day, which is uh, Tesla's evil secret master plan to take over the world, um, I got to ask you, how are you enjoying your time with the Motley Fool? It's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, just everybody that works here is, uh, you know, just a group of very intelligent people. I feel like I've been challenged more here just in, you know, six weeks more than any other experience I've had so far. Awesome. Well, we've uh, really enjoyed having you. Thank you. So, Ben, um, you were slated to be on the show today um, to help us kind of speculate about Elon Musk's master plan. It'd been, I don't know, this has been in the news for a month or two now, ever since um, shots were fired and he offered to buy Solar City. Um, had a nice outline set up. We we're going to speculate about what Musk wants to do. And then, uh, what time did I message you last night? 11? Midnight? Yeah. Something? It's pretty late, you know. I, I couldn't <laughs> believe you were up. Anyway, I got a push notification from Bloomberg on my phone and. Hit the wires, must master plan hit, and uh, we know what it is now. Yeah. This is huge. <laughs> um, before we go into the details, can you walk us through what led us up to today, just for a little bit of background for our listeners that may or may not know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we had been looking at, um, you know, Elon Musk had come out and proposed the acquisition of Solar City, which uh, initially people were pretty negative about. Uh, a lot of it, them viewed it as just a, uh, or a lot of investors just viewed it as a bailout for Solar City. Um, but looking at it and looking at the direction that Tesla's taking, um, they've been, you know, recently filing trademark applications, essentially transitioning the company away from, you know, still focused on electric vehicles, but really moving into, um, you know, an, an energy conglomerate, basically. With more, arguably, basically, with more of a holistic view of just how energy is consumed and transportation and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, did you, did you look at these trademarks? Yeah, they're pretty fascinating. <laughs> Can you give me an example? Yeah, so like for um, you know, so for example, like some of them they had put through was just um, you know, changing like the nature of the business to energy consulting, um, you know, battery solutions, um, and uh, just you know, so really like pr- they're going to be an Ernst and Young for <laughs> energy yeah. consumption. What? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, they, um, and then, you know, in addition to that, uh, you know, I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but now if you go to teslamotors.com, you're automatically redirected to tesla.com. Oh, wow. So, even though motor vehicles are still a huge focus for what they're doing, um, you know, they're clearly looking beyond that and and looking at renewable energy and pretty much trying to change the world and, and the way that we use fossil fuels. Um, so, what kind of financial concerns were there with? Because um, obviously, we've been getting hints of this master plan for a month or two now. Um, what concerns have there been regarding Tesla and possibly implementing any pop, you know master plans that he may or may not have had? I think um, just you know there have been production issues um, as the company scales, um, but you know I think part of that's just natural, just due to how quickly the company has grown. Um, you know, and going from producing a couple thousand cars to producing. 500,000 cars in a very short time um, has required them to raise a lot of equity um, and also debt. Um, and so I think, you know, some investors have been worried about dilution to earnings and just what that will look like over the time or over the long run. Um, and they really haven't, you know, they haven't been profitable. And kind of there were similar concerns with Solar City. They both have a lot of debt on their balance sheets and, 
you know haven't really made money yet. Mm-hmm. They um, the uh, I'm glad you mentioned that the equity raise they did at the end of uh, was it May? Yeah, I think wrong. it was May. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the size of that? Um, I you know I it was definitely big. I mean I think it was just like you know a bit over two billion. Um, but you know I think compare looking at historically how much they've raised, I didn't think it was anything out of the normal. Yeah, I didn't think I was I. It was a lot of money. I mean, it's like one and a half to two billion dollars or something. Um, but I, I, I got the impression they were trying to see if they could do what they needed to do with as little dilution as possible. So yeah, nice. uh, yeah, um, it's not much to like you know to build five hundred thousand cars. You know, like completely reinvent your um, you know manufacturing process. Two billion yeah. seems kind of reasonable. <laughs> I um, you'll totally appreciate this. I was in uh, the district earlier this week and I saw one of the original Tesla Roadsters. Oh wow! <laughs> like from I and mean, what would that have been? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah, you don't see eight. too many of them. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I stared at it for a second because <laughs> I thought it was like a Lotus or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I was like, oh my gosh, that's the original Tesla Roadster. So anyway. Um, so what else has been going on? Because they had that announcement. Oh man, this is like cobwebs of my mind. But they had the Powerwall big announcement, and I remember mm-hmm. you know Musk was like, "Oh, and surprise, my Powerwall's been powering this event." Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else has been going on with that stuff? Yeah. So beyond that, um, you know, in this. Uh Tesla or Elon Musk specifically finally feels like they've gotten to the point where the power wall is really scalable. Um, prior to this, it's it's been a pretty expensive solution um, that you know was probably only really available to uh, you know commercial companies. Um, but now you know as they've been able to scale it, the the prices are coming down. So it is. What does one run you now? Um, I think last I was looking, at, it's like. Uh, I think it was like fifty thousand, like per unit, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not exactly sure what they've gotten down to. But it's, uh, it's uh, at least you've got the supercharger option, which for a house costs twenty five hundred dollars. I think. Well, no. So the supercharger option is actually um, relates back to their cars. Um, so yeah. one of the concerns is, uh, you know, which actually that will probably be something they could transition into, you know, household using solar panels, but. Um, with those, so you pay $2,500 up front, and then it's basically free charging uh, throughout the life of the vehicle. And this, I think, was really, you know, because there are concerns for some people about if you're taking a long trip or doing something like that, how are you going to, you know, charge your car? So they've, uh, I think they have something like it's, you know, over 600 locations so far with uh, f- over 4,000 of these superchargers. Um, and if you look at, the map they're really spread out all over the u.s so you could feasibly take a road trip you know and yeah anywhere. and people have <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so those are all going to be converted to solar power uh, solar power quickly yeah that's the plan um originally uh elon musk had uh, chosen to use utility power just so they could really scale rapidly but using solar city and also their power wall solutions i think you know pretty rapidly they can convert that all into solar energy got it um, so combining these companies, what are the ramifications? I think um, you know investors are going to be worried about um, again. You know, SolarCity has some similarities to Tesla in that um, you know they have a lot of debt. Um, you know, their margins are quite a bit lower. You know, gross margins are quite a bit lower than Tesla. Um, so I think it'll be just uh, you know just seeing what the future is like, and you know knowing that. With plans to scale as rapidly as Elon Musk and Tesla and SolarCity want to do, that uh, you know, there's probably going to be the need for capital raises in the future to accomplish what they want. Got it. Um, so before we dive into the details of the secret master plan, um, what 
what does the competitive landscape look like? Like, who are the other people that could potentially, I don't want to say derail, but will be competitors? Yeah, I think um, one that first comes to mind is BYD, um, which, you know, Warren Buffett's made a really well-known investment for several years in, um, you know, and I kind of look at them almost as like the Chinese Tesla, um, mm-hmm. but they're still focused on different things. Um, you know, BYD does a little bit more on, um, a little bit more with uh, like lighting, LED and that kind of stuff. So I, I still think there's differences. Um, but beyond that, I don't think there's really many companies that are going to offer as holistic of a solution as Tesla will have. I think there's other companies like AES Corp uh, and also um, ABB Limited, which are pretty large companies, um, but they're both more focused in um, battery storage and energy solutions and things of that nature. So there really isn't anybody doing what Tesla is in, in as big of a way. Got it. Okay. All right. So, without any further delay, um, I guess walk us through step by step um, the basic tenets of this master plan. Yeah, definitely. So, I think it's it's important to note that Musk has never been shy about his ambitions to get us off of fossil fuels and uh, to you know basically move towards creating a sustainable energy conglomerate. Is kind of how I view what they're doing. So, a little background: uh, in 2006, he had come out with his original master plan, which was phenomenally simple it was really just um you know build a low volume car which is going to be expensive just because you know they're doing a lot of it by hand and they haven't you know scaled the process yet and that was the roadster i saw on the street yep exactly yeah yeah so it was basically and then you know use that money to produce um you know produce it a little bit more volume produce cars like the model s and uh and then also the uh, model x and then ultimately transition into uh, you know producing a low cost uh, ener- er, electric vehicle that can be mass produced, which we're seeing with the uh, the Model Three, and then um, all while doing this, focusing on uh, solar energy. Um, so, you know, people have been kind of waiting as we talked about speculating about what the new plan is, and uh, he just came out with it last night. You know, he's been working tirelessly on creating this, but. Um, there are similarities to uh, his original plan, but it's the big thing is expanding the electric vehicle product or the electric vehicle product line to address all major segments. So moving into public transportation, semi trucks, uh, pickup trucks, and really basically every, any kind of like you know vehicle that you could want. That was what really got me because when I got that uh, notification last night from uh, I think it was Bloomberg, I. Uh, it's it said a bus and a pickup yeah. truck and I like I mean I had to pick up my jaw off the floor yeah um so what <laughs> you may or may you don't have to answer answer this like an analyst what did you think <laughs> I th- I don't know I think when I saw a Tesla semi reading you know it's like I kind of this image of you know some kind of crazy futuristic semi trucking down you know the right. highway driving next to it so. right <laughs> um the other cool thing was. He, I don't even know what this means. Developing self-driving capability that is ten times safer than manual via massive fleet learning. Yeah, so that um, that's <laughs> important in light of the you know the, the crash that happened in Florida. Yeah, um, so absolutely. Yeah. And I think um, <clears throat> so that's his goal. I think like one thing that's been interesting is with uh, Tesla Autopilot is they still refer to it as beta, which beta usually we think of kind of an unproven system that you know they're still working out a lot of the kinks. Like he refers to it as beta because it hasn't gotten to the point where he wants it to be yet. Um, so his plan is once, basically once the uh, the uh, annual crashes that are occurring um, with electric vehicles and autonomous driving are lower or ten times safer than our traditional gas-powered, um, you know, human-controlled vehicles. That's when he said he'll take you know beta off. Gotcha. And at least as far as like massive uh, fleet learning. 
that's really just looking at, you know, again, you, you know, these cars are pretty much computers. And, you, you know, through this autonomous driving, they're constantly gathering data. Um, so that's where that massive fleet learning, you know, comes in is just like right. pulling in all that. Gotcha. Um, there are a few uh, wackier things that he actually came out with, and I don't know why. Um, how am I, How's my car going to make me money, Ben? Yeah. So <laughs> this is interesting. So essentially, um, you know, like Tesla will have their app, and um, once autonomous driving is enabled, let's say you go on a vacation for a week, you can essentially, you know, hit a button on your app and, um, you know, put your car available to be used in uh, Tesla's ride-sharing fleet. So essentially, it's almost like, you know, they're going after Uber where, um, you know, while you're on vacation, your car's driving around without you and, uh, you know, just picking up customers and you get a little bit of that money back. Well, I'm sipping a margarita. (laughs) Um, I'm very anxious to see how that's going to play out because obviously Uber has been, they've made no secret of the fact that they want to cut their drivers out of the equation ASAP. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, I don't know, I, I guess they would just own tons of cars that would just be circling cities or something i don't even know how that yeah. would work but um <laughs> i'm anxious to see how that uh that works out so um so bring it back around this is the motley fool we like the stock market investing um what do you think some key takeaways are for investors in tesla solar city and uh a renew possibly renewable energy future at large yeah so i think at least looking at tesla and solar city it's um you know they're it's definitely a long-term fr- time frame which you know we're usually big fans of here at the fool and i think you know it it it's hard to say what's going to happen in the short term. And I think a lot of his ambitions are going to be for, you know, a pretty, you know, five to 10 years down the road. So I think it's, um, you know, holding those, if you're invested in those stocks, it's, you're really putting your faith in Elon Musk and his, in his ability to execute his master plan. But I think beyond that, I, I think there's a lot of interesting sectors and areas to look at for renewable energy and beyond just the obvious, like, you know, companies that are pretty like first solar and other companies like GE that are focused on, wind power and solar power, but I think uh, battery storage and energy solutions are going to be just as important of a component to investing in these sectors. And I think, um, you know, a lot of companies that are focused on, you know, creating uh, photovoltaic cells and, you know, uh, wind energy, they're not as focused on the battery part. So I think there's going to be some companies, if you look, you know, probably take some digging and understanding of the business, but I think there's some uh, some of these companies that could also be a great investment uh, for the long term. Cool. So uh, before we wrap up here, um, a criticism that has been lobbed at Musk and Tesla um, has been they're a little bit behind on some stuff. <laughs> um, this, you know, he's talking about building a bus, and he hasn't even ramped up the Model Three to the production that it needs to be to meet the arguably awesome pre-orders. It was like four hundred thousand or something. Um, you nervous about that at all? <laughs> <laughs> I have had it has worried me um, at the same time, but I think um, you know one of the one of the things I've been kind of reading more about recently is uh, reflexivity and uh, in both in a social sense and also in the economic sense. Like that was something that George Soros like really talked about, just the ability of you know as the stock price goes up, it has the ability to influence the fundamentals and mm-hmm. kind of create because this. you can raise money with the higher stock price and do stuff with the money and yeah exactly uh, it's kind of you know to some extent becomes this like self-fulfilling prophecy but i think you know that's you know elon musk is clearly a very driven visionary who you know i think it's it's not like oh you know shoot we screwed up it's you know he's stating his intentions because this is what he wants to do and i think if he wasn't as vocal and um and direct um you know i think 
his you know he couldn't get his his employees on board so maybe even though he's promising these like early you know production you know deliveries and those things like you know who knows maybe if he hadn't been as driven and promising these things maybe it would have been two years more of a delay yeah okay so um let's put you on the spot we're gonna do something fun before i leave (laughs) um they're mo- you know SpaceX is private we can't invest in it I mean sorry Google can but um okay so you have the option you can b- own a decent you know have a decent chunk of your net worth in Tesla SpaceX Solar City's off the table now is that it yeah so I guess That's yeah it. it's pretty much okay it. yeah. all right so <laughs> I apologize uh, Tesla or SpaceX which would you rather own stock in. I would say Tesla, just because, you know, I think um, SpaceX is really cool. I think they've done some phenomenal things. But, you know, I think uh, just the just the long term prospects that Tesla has and and not only that being, you know, like if the acquisition of Solar City goes through, then, you know, they're going to be like the largest solar panel producer in the world, um, mm-hmm. also making the most efficient. I think like for what they're doing, um, you know, they're they're pretty ahead of their time. And I think it's going to be really hard for other companies to catch up to that. Cool. All right. Well, Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks it's been for fun. doing all this. Yep. That is it for us, fools. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Just email us at industryfocus at fool.com. Once again, that is industryfocus at fool.com. And as always, people on this program may have interest in the talk in the stocks they talk about, and the Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against those stocks. So don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. For Ben Step, I'm Sean O'Reilly. Thanks for listening and fool on.